Hi, I'm David. And I'm Linda. Welcome to With a Side of Science, the show where we explore stories about science and engineering. Today, we're turning up the heat. David, I think Mother Nature is already doing that. It's called spring. Ah, but we're turning up the heat to make art. Art? I love art. Think about that for a minute. How would you use heat to make art? When we come back, we'll talk about the science behind using heat to make beautiful art. Sounds like this podcast is going to be hot, hot, hot. Here at With a Side of Science, we are big fans of reading. We think everyone should do it. Parents, kids, parents and kids. Of course, our favorite things to read about are related to science and engineering. We read books, but also magazines on those topics. And one of our favorites is McGraw-Hill's Investigator Magazine. It has inspiring stories of real-world science and engineering with lots of beautiful pictures and interesting facts. And thought-provoking questions to kickstart conversations with your parents or friends. So parents, now we're talking just to you. If you'd like to read some science with your kids this summer, go to meheonline.com slash science. That's meheonline.com slash science. For a limited time, you can use the promo code SCIENCE in the order review page to get the grade three, four, or five investigator magazine for basically just the cost of shipping. Use the promo code SCIENCE2 for the grade two investigator magazine. So that's meheonline.com slash science and use the promo code science or science2 when checking out. Happy summer reading. So I've been thinking about how to make art using heat. I'll have to say I'm a little stumped. Seems like heating something up would be kind of dangerous. I'm not sure how you could use heat to make art. You're right. Heating things can be dangerous. Kids should never do it without an adult around to make sure everything is safe. But it can be used to make art. One example is glass art. Glass? Oh, you mean like drinking glasses? And like glass vases you put flowers in or glass paperweights. Or even glass that's been shaped to look like flowers. Wait, shaped to look like flowers? How do artists do that? See, that's what I've been reading about in this Investigator Magazine article called Using Heat to Make Art. That's what they use, heat. Hey, that's sort of like water. When it's frozen in an ice cube, it's a solid. But when you heat the ice up, it melts, turning back into a liquid, water. Exactly. Except it takes a lot more heat to melt glass than it does ice. Artists have to heat glass up in a furnace to 1,180 degrees Celsius so they can work with it. Celsius? So how hot is that? Well, for comparison, water boils at about 100 degrees Celsius. So it's about 10 times as hot as that. Yipes, that's really hot. It says in the article that glass artists keep clear liquid glass in hot furnaces. Then they stick a long metal tube, called a blowpipe, into the furnace. They get some of that goopy liquid glass on the end of the blowpipe and then roll it in pieces of solid colored glass. Sounds like fun. Fun, yes, but sweaty work. The glass has to stay hot, so they have to put it back into another furnace, 
one that's still hot, but not quite as hot as the first one. Then they pull it out and quickly use metal and wooden tools to shape the glass. And depending on what they're making, they might blow into the tube to help shape the glass some more from the inside out. Hey, these pictures of an artist blowing and shaping a glass vase are so cool. Yeah, and look at the picture at the beginning of the article. You see those flowers? Yes. They're made of glass too. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. I knew you'd like it. Hey, there's a picture here near the end of the article with someone wearing a big metal mask with a window in the front. What's that person doing with those metal beams? Well, that's a welder. Welders can use heat to make art too. Instead of using a furnace, they use electricity to make the metal hot. It says they only need to melt a small part of the metal at once. Then they can stick the melted part to another piece of metal. Sort of looks like gluing. Yeah, it's a little like that. When the melted metal cools down again, it hardens back into a solid and the two pieces are joined together. So these artists have to know a little bit about science to do their art, right? Absolutely. They have to know how heat affects the glass or metal they're working with, how hot they have to get it to melt, and how the materials will react when they cool down again. Sounds like a really cool job. I mean, a really hot job. Hey, that reminds me. I have a joke for you. What did the furnace say to the liquid glass? Ugh, I'm afraid to ask. Happy to heat you. Get it? No more puns. Oh, come on, just one more. What did the welder say to the metal beam when it fell down? What? Oh, come on now. Get up on your heat. And we're out. So I learned a lot about how heat can be used to make art today. If you, dear listeners, know about some other ways that heat can be used to make art, email us at wsspodcast at mheducation.com. We might just read your story about heat and art during our next podcast. And parents, don't forget to get your copy of McGraw-Hill's Investigator Magazine for more cool science and engineering articles to read with your kids. Here are just a few of the other articles in the Grade 2 Investigator Magazine. Landforms in the Ocean, Saving Energy with Materials, Wolves in Yellowstone, Landslide. Just go to mheonline.com slash science. That's mheonline.com slash science. And be sure to use the promo code SCIENCE or SCIENCE2 at the order review page. I'm David Martin, and I edited this episode. And I'm Linda Martin, and I wrote and produced this episode. With a Side of Science is a production of McGraw-Hill. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for more stories about science and engineering.